Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories oh, as your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between oh. the B-Shows for WCW and WWF, <laughs> Thunder and Smackdown. We get to mark out no-so for King of the Ring 2000. No, we need to say get to. We get to. We have to. <laughs> we get to. We're going to talk about a... Uh, He's ever the optimist when it comes to that company. We have to, right? I mean, he's that Kool Aid must taste really good, bro. Tastes like, no, tastes like McMahon's bleached asshole. <laughs> Hear more about that. Listen to the Monday Night War Stories available at NoSellEntertainment.com. See, we what we did there for you. I you haven't introduced us yet. We're doing the yeah. fucking cross promotion. I'm show. your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside with the Human Wrestling Database with a hook. <laughs> Corey Mack. It curves to the left a little, but it's yeah. not a hook. It's not called. It's not pronounced. <laughs> yeah, it's not a I hook. You're right. Jesus. My dad would be on the floor right now. <laughs> the ch- chosen one, Mike. We will. What the? <sighs> what is the size of that camera? What's the? F- <laughs> I uh, I gotta be honest, guys. Yeah. We're still in Montana. Yeah. Yep. I don't love you, fucking people. <laughs> Fuck Montana. Big Sky Country. Big Sky. D's nuts. Is that uh? I, I refer to is that. Is that um, by the way? What are we watching? We're watching Russell Palooza '97. Is that uh, Tony the Tiger behind him? <laughs> yeah, you have thought so. <laughs> He's doing she, a road report from the ECW yeah, arena, and she's great. Well, yes, I'm here watching a fun show, Bobby. How about you? <laughs> uh, who's the third man? <laughs> so we're we're in uh, Montana still. For you know what I call Montana? Huh? The plain piece of land Canada didn't want. You know what I call Montana? The Selena of the States. Oh, it's just dead, dog. June 21st, <laughs> the year 2000. I'm sorry. My cat had moved like someone was coming out that door, but it's, we're not. Uh, we're He's here for, scared. We're, we're here for thunder. You guys have scared. to leave. I don't. Oh, I totally understand. I like, got Vigo behind me, and he's just staring me down. <laughs> Commentary <laughs> team is one. Tony Schiavone. And? Mike Tanay. And? Bobby Heenan. Yeah. He's back. Like Texas football, baby. We're back. Not really. Not uh, really we're going to recap a Nitro of Horse wanting to get banged by Goldberg, and he does. <laughs> Goldberg destroying Horse's <laughs> anus. G.I. Bro taking out <laughs> Wait, Canyon. He destroyed, he destroyed a Horse's anus or Horace's anus? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the return, I guess, of Booker T., uh, Nash, back, Nash wanting Hall's oh, contract. Come back. Vampiro take kidnapping Asia. Scott Steiner taking on Jeff Jarrett and coming up just a bit short for that title. We get uh, then we go to another recap of Tank Abbott chasing a fan. Stasiak and Palumbo beating one Rick Steiner. <laughs> so this leads to our first match of the night, guys. The friendship is over. Saying it so. Rick Steiner. Who? Rick Breaker. Okay. Versus Stank Abbott or Tank Abbott for some of you. So immediately first thoughts. What the hell is happening? Why? Did they give Rick Steiner some job guy's music? He has his own music. Steiner Live! Welcome to the dog pound. Then it goes into the Guns N' Roses ripoff. Well, because I think if we're looking forward, someone might have been in the truck too early hitting some buttons. Oh, I see. The thing is, well, maybe that's it. 
the thing is, they talk about how I love the fact that like commentary is like, well, we have our next match of Rick Steiner versus Tank, and then Tank uh, Rick has to come out and cut a promo about how the friendship's over and how I challenge you to fight. Like, I yeah, you to fight. We, we know you want some, yeah. come get some. You don't like me, bite me. Uh, Tank, uh, you hate me, Ryan, What? <laughs> uh, Rick says that Tank hit him with a chain. He clotheslined him. They're even. So I guess the power of Rick Steiner is the power of a. I mean. So, I mean, I, they they did you, rename it Steiner Line. Point. Would you rather be hit in the face by a chain from Tank or clothesline by Rick Steiner? Well, I think the, I match, the chain, chain, dog. I take the chain yeah. all day yeah. long. <laughs> the match begins and they attempt some mission moves on each other like right away. So, I was going to bring this up. It's kind of lost on you guys, but uh, Tank's hats in training. Mm. It's really funny watching because uh, he doesn't do the shoot thing that Shamrock is pretty good at, where he or the work thing where he doesn't wrap the legs around the body. Yeah. He straight up put him in a guillotine choke and body locked him. I was like, I mean, if Tank cranked back, Rick Steiner's going to sleep, but there's no shit he can do about it because he's in a bad position. I was like, um, they maybe they actually like each other because Rick is fucked if he wants to, if he wants him to be. <laughs> I think they like each other. I, if you know the one common well, he didn't pull a knife on guys. <laughs> well, the one common term with the Steiners, they're always cool with the the badass motherfuckers, the guys from MMA, Goldberg. Any of those kind of dudes, they're always cool with the Steiners. So I was I, like, damn, dude. Braun Breaker <laughs> recently did an interview talking about how Goldberg's been a huge influence on his career. He's been around. Because <laughs> he said he grew up with Goldberg around the house. So he's known Goldberg for 20 something years. Damn. Yeah. Who had so, that on your bingo card? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Rick and Goldberg would go hunting together. So, you know. He knows him. He he said he's been a big help getting into the business, probably more than his dad, to be honest. Probably. Because he's doing the... He, Rick Steiner's a he's very a successful... <laughs> he's also a very successful real estate agent. Yeah. Who's... Bingo card, baby. They, uh, got a little stiff here in this match. Yeah. He'll, he'll lock and attempted armbar. Both men both get up and start throwing uh, punches. Tank puts Rick in the front face lock. A bunch more submissions. Rick hits the top rope. Steiner bulldog for the win. I always say this in matches like this, with guys like this, you know it's a stiff as hell physical match when the f- punches look so fucking fake. Yeah. Because they're laying in everything else. They're just working the punches. Uh, we're, just, we're just beating Tank clean now on TV now? That's just what we're doing? Well, there's a reason. There's a new gimmick coming. Hmm. And you, you see it later in the night. It's, um, it just seems um, weird. De-emphasized Com- push. Let's go like that. Commentary brings up the cats in charge. Russo and Bischoff are not here. I mean, they're in Montana. Three Count's going to uh, debut a new uh, song. And then all of a sudden, Tank runs over and attacks another fan, tore his shirt up, as the shirt did say, Three Count sucks. I don't. They probably never told the announcers the, the storyline, but I think it's pretty obvious both nights, those are pretty good Easter eggs, why he's attacking those people, and the announcers blow by it every time. Uh, it's like, it's obvious the, he's but, wearing three-count shit. But then the fan gets arrested. I just want to know, who gets beat up by Tank Abbott innocently and then gets put in cuffs? This yes. fan? He didn't do anything. Like, Tank Abbott just bolts out, grabs him, and beats the shit out of him. He was just being a fan. And he gets arrested. Yeah, Bubba Ray's like, arrest that man. Show him, I'll teach him a lesson. Bring him back to the locker room. Put him in a room, in the dark room with me. Um... Uh, backstage, the limo shows up and it's Jeff Jarrett and the cat with Mike Awesome. Jarrett's telling the cat to make Awesome have a match. At and the, who? We'll get to it. Have a match at the bash. 
with Scott Steiner, but Cat's like, we need ratings. So uh, I was thinking about having that match tonight. Once again, ratings, ratings. We need ratings. You can tell Russo's writing the TV show. Um, but then the limo driver whispers sweet nothing into the cat's ear, and the cat's like, you know what? I like that. You should come with me. And who's that uh, limo driver again? M I Strain Smooth. Or I combine them more. M I Smooth. Or I said it. The artist formerly known as I said M I Strain Smooth. Oh, you didn't pay attention. <laughs> Ice trade. There you, it is. you would be amazed at some of the stuff I throw in on this podcast that you were blissfully unaware about. I, it, my head hurts. <laughs> He's been Devin the whole time. <laughs> we go back. Well, you playing some Easter eggs. Like I'll say something in the middle of my spiel. We go back just to see if I get an eyebrow or anything. Like, yeah, okay. No, no, there's no, no peoples. <laughs> uh, backstage with Palumbo and Stasiak is in, they're in the produ- production truck, and they decide you know what tonight we're going to trick people. Uh, Stasiak presses a button and it sets it's off tricky. the pyro in the ring. That was it's amazing. Fun. It's, it's, that was funny, actually. It's these two and Woody, the uh, nondescript 110-pound uh, pile of white flesh. And Stasiak still manages to be the third most charismatic person in the building. <laughs> right. The pyro was funny. He <laughs> scared the fuck out of Benzer with fire. That was good. <laughs> Imagine, like I just thought, what the fuck? The crowd, the crowd was sitting there, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of a kind. To me, it's nice to put a face to Woody, as that's the uh, Bobby Heenan for years would make reference to his man Woody, okay. uh, giving him information. It's and like, it's, uh, it's like, ah, Woody, or Wendy Turnbuckle. Yeah, God damn it, somebody. Jesus. Uh, wow. We got our fuck. next promo, and it's one Jeff Jarrett with the cat and Mike Awesome. Uh, Jarrett says that he's the chosen one and no one can stop him as he's risen to the top. Ha ha. Ha <laughs> Jarrett then challenges Hogan to a match at the bash. Jarrett said he's going to find a... At the bash, he's going to find a big, fat, disgusting lady for Hogan for her to mount Hogan. <laughs> he said it. Can't confirm it. Can't confirm. He said. <laughs> he, that freak on a leash match for a fat lady for Hogan, baby. <laughs> And after Jarrett beats Hogan, the lady's going to saddle up on Hogan and sing uh, that fat lady song. Uh, song sing. Uh, My favorite part is after the promo, Tony Schiavone's like, that was quite the uh, visionary promo. Visionary right? promo there. Uh, Mike Awesome says that Bash the Beach, uh, Awesome's going to take Steiner out by attacking his weakness, Steiner's back. Cat gets on the mic, I'm the greatest. <laughs> then, I'm the gr- I've got to be the greatest. Thanks, Cat. Then he insults a fan, and then the fan throws a drink at them. That was so great, dude. He just hugs. He's like, you shut that shut up, old lady. She's fucking hugging drink <laughs> yeah. at him. So my I'm f- really glad he just went with it and didn't, like, get security over there. He just went with it. My favorite feud in WWE last three weeks, the cat against old people. He's a hug to drink at. That's yeah. f- the crowd fucking popped, dude. Oh, wow. my God. That was so good. My old people ain't what they used to be. Nope. Where's that Grady at? But the main, <laughs> event, the main event for tonight's uh, Thunders, Mike Awesome, Jeff Jarrett versus Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner. And the tradition continues. Jarrett's like, what the hell, man? Why do I got to face these guys? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about ratings, man. Ratings, like, baby. God damn it. <laughs> uh, we go to an MIA pro- promo as he's trying to tell them if they need to be serious. And um, Hey, Corporal Cajun is serious. Serious about Tim Titties. Serious about that ass. Baby. As there's a three-way mixed tag match tonight, and Loco and Major Guns are going to be involved. Yeah, they are. 
this this is weird. This is actually sensible, feeding off what happened on Nitro. Yep. yep. I'm not used to Russo's booking actually flowing from one show He'll to the fuck next. fuck it up at some point. Oh, don't worry. We cut backstage to Terry Funk hitting Joey in the bowl with a trash can. <laughs> Training to sustain pain. Yeah, I did like the one part where he's like, now you hit me five or six times. After the first time, he's like, Jesus. That's, that's oh, good. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Our next match is Ray and Tigress versus Loco and Guns versus Artis and Paisley. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. During the entrance, uh, this wow. is when Tony sends a get real soon. We, can we not have continuity, please? I would say it's, it's sensible, but I'd say I wanted it. Fuck. During the entrance of the artist, Tony sends a get real soon to Klondike Bill. Yeah. Well... Ah! Uh, well, uh, much then, like much like that move, it doesn't get better for Klondike Bill. Fucking Bob, he's like, who's Klondike Bill? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like <laughs> was it Tanae that busted his ass? Like, I don't know, you only, you only wrestled him a number of times that, and beat and your then, ass. And then um, Tony was like, you're running the whole time and Bobby got missing a big. He's like, well, it's, not, it's hard not to be, he's 400 pounds. I was like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Uh, so he's only uh, here till October. Yeah. And then it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, when the women get involved, speaking of sucking, they just tussle. Artist hits his jumping DDT. You're the D- master of the segue. Thank you. He segued on a segue. The artist hits his jumping <laughs> DDT for the win. However, Lance Storm comes in and attacks everybody. However, <laughs> off the chair. everyone brawls on the outside while the artist gets offense on... Lance Storm. They made the chair fold the wrong way. <laughs> His knee did that. <laughs> I don't like the fact that the artist gets offense on Lance Storm. No, I was like, really? That's the guy in the ring that you like, no, we'll give Ikea a shine real quick, <laughs> and then you can drop kick him. Well, don't worry. Then the uh, fucking, after he gets takes care of the artist, Storm hits a jumping springboard splash to everybody on the outside, and then runs to the crowd shirtless. He doesn't work here. What is he doing? I don't know. Okay. Ba- backstage, we see Dale showing up. The artist for who knows the demon as he sees the hearse and can't find what is anybody that in the hair? It's a fluffed up a with like thing. yeah, Jesus fluffed up with the, the blonde streak. Yeah, that's a, yeah. a kiss. Blonde. I was like, let's not do that ever. That looks terrible. We get a ringside of Vampiro as he's headed to the ring, but Dale comes up to, and attacks him. Vampiro pulls uh, out an earring. Vampiro says, "Hey, if you want to see your girlfriend, you, uh, if anything happens to me." Uh, you know, she's going to go MIA, M-I-A because she's the Because Vampiro says he's the only one that knows where she is. Vampiro says Dale needs to embrace the demon. Uh, Vampiro says, if you want to find her, you have to listen to me. So let's go to the back. But don't look at me. No eye contact. Yeah. Don't look back at me. I'll kill her. I'll kill her. It's like that, uh, that old uh, game that Austin and Christian play. Then we go backstage with Vampiro <laughs> uh, with the cat as he's watching. <laughs> Punched her in the ass. Uh, we see the cat watching Vampiro, and he's like, that Vampiro is a sick dude. Yeah. Ugly, too. Ugly too. <laughs> Shane Douglas comes in and wants something, and Douglas wants to help uh, wants help with the ratings, and he says, how about Candido and Bam Bam versus Bagwell? And the cat's like, you know what? I got an idea. How about Chris Candido and Bam Bam versus Buff in a handicap match? And uh, then he's like, yeah, I like that idea. Good idea by me. And hey, Douglas, you owe me one. You owe me big now. Like, what? Okay. Uh, backstage, we see Vampiro uh, has Dale drive the hearse as they leave the building. Vampiro says uh, he has to go through what uh, she had to go through. 
So someone is getting banned. Again, I'm digging it just because Vampiro is so good at his part. Where to, demon? That's, I mean, he's like, fuck it. No, you drive. Where to, Dale? Where to, Dale? Uh, we get a recap of Nitro, Vito, Vito beating the bull, and then the... Um, the I, go, go ahead. I would say this the and then we see the wall waiting for his match. Because I like why. the cat's new rules. Did you get that? I got it right here. I I my I just scrolled past it on my yeah. iPad. Uh, I was like, where did I? I knew I. I was like, I knew I wrote it down, but uh, commentary brings up new hardcore rules matches. The match must start in the back and finish in the ring. I hate that. Yeah, I kind of like it. Fucking hate it. Because everybody hates it when in the live arena. Everybody hates it when you leave the ring and go to the back. So it's like, get that part of the match done first, and then they get to at least see it in the ring end. But in WCW, whenever those matches are at ring, they suck. They're only good in the back. He just guarantees the last half of that match is going to blow. That's an interesting thought. You're not wrong. Up until Funk and Vito, that was good in the ring, but... Yeah. Uh, we so our next hardcore championship match is the Wall versus Big Vito. Uh, they throw each other in the back, head to the ring. We see Funk and Johnny the Bull watching this together. Uh, see, son, I'm gonna call you Johnny the Funk. Uh, Vito with the second turnbuckle elbow Gotta drop. Vito puts a trash can on uh, lid on the wall's groin and hits him with the bat. And uh, this is when like Shivani's like he ain't re- he he won't be reproducing anytime soon. Uh, Vito brings in a table. I'm like you, Tony. Uh, Wall is going to choke some Vito, but Vito hits him with a kendo stick. Wall then decides to, hey, I'm a babyface now, so I'm going to pose on the second turnbuckle, allowing uh, Vito to hit a running powerbomb through a table for the win. Wall instantly gets hey. up and hits, uh, but Vito hits You're him with a belt to uh, finish that segment. Backstage, Goldberg yells at a police cop because uh, the cop was going to knock on his door, and the cop, Goldberg opens the door and yells at them that he'll come out on his own time. Knock, knock, knock then, on Goldberg's door. But then the cop smiles, and then he like pie faces a cop against the wall. Yep. Uh, we get a Nitro recap of uh, of Goldberg destroying Horace Hogan's Anus and eating Scott Hall's contract. Then we get a promo by one Goldberg. Goldberg doesn't like Nash he, uh, and his cocky-ass contract. Goldberg says um, he despises someone even more, and that's one Scott Hall. Um, in that's in my shoot. notes, yeah. That's a shoot. In my notes, it so- I have, it sounds like Hall's blaming, uh, it sounds like Goldberg is blaming Hall for his injury. Because he's like, I got 129, I should have taken you out. I'm like, you did. You did. In the bathroom, it was Brett who you're going after the limo. Yeah. Yeah, don't let that get in the way of a good story. Um, and it's you who dropped the piece of metal that was supposed to be used. Goldberg uh, says if Hall returns, he's his judge during executioner. Tells Nash to fear this at the beach. All right, the bash. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, give Goldberg the mic, guys, right? No, I mean, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it yeah. wasn't great. Uh, we go backstage with Bam Bam and Candido talking. Douglas comes in and talks about how Cat's ego is through the roof and how Douglas is the one that played the cat. So in tonight's uh, match, it's U2 versus uh, uh, Bagwell. And then Goldberg leaves the ring, 
uh, leaves the arena, but Nash and Steiner show up. But Goldberg's limo notices this, backs up, and uh, we see Goldberg just staring at them as they walk into the I ring. I really like that that part where he was leaving, but then notices it was them and looks out the window and is like, hmm, I like that. It wasn't bad. I didn't mind that at all. At least they gave Nash a normal fucking car. Right. right. Jesus Christ. He had a, like an expedition suburban or something. Our next match is Buff Bagwell versus Chris Candido and Bam Bam. Buff's pyro doesn't go off on time because camera cuts to Stasiak and Palumbo laughing that they uh, pressed the wrong button. Ha ha. Candido has a cast on his right arm, a.k.a. he's not wrestling as he has a broken wrist. Damn. Um, Candido's doing nothing when he gets in the ring. If he does something, it's uh, super light. Bam Bam and Candido are going to do a double head, double head butt, but Candido falls short, so he just like falls and lands on his knee, so he doesn't hit his arm on the ground. Buff jumps over. Bam Bam hits Candido with a blockbuster, but Bam Bam uh, stops it. Buff goes for another blockbuster on Bam Bam, but uh, Douglas comes out and hits Buff with a pipe. Bam Bam hits greetings from Asbury Park for the win. Good. <laughs> Two on one should win. Look at you, Raw. Plus, you know, both back will fuck him. Uh, we see backstage, Daphne shows up and hugs David, but slaps him. And uh, as she walks away, we come back. David's trying to talk to Daphne that she saw him with Hancock on Monday. He's like, that wasn't me. That was Jarrett, Major Stash. It was, it was a production <laughs> guy. Producer, production yeah. guy. Yeah. Production guy. God damn it. And then after, people you know, confuse David Flair with Major Stash. But he yeah. does lie and cheat and steal, Joe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Latino Flair. Not the good one either. Latino Flair. Diet Latino Flair. Zero sugar Latino Flair. Just one calorie. Not quite flair right Zero Flair. Just one calorie. Semen. <laughs> uh, we're going to recap a nitro of GI Bro and Canyon, but I guess it's... Uh, Joe likes to know the nutritional value of anything that goes into his body. Damn right, brother. <laughs> If I'm going through a table, I need to know what I'm going well, through. That's why he is the sheen. That's right. <laughs> uh, I guess we have Booker T back. Uh, we got a promo by Positively Canyon. He's going to show everybody why he's positive. He's going to read a, read a full chapter of his book. <laughs> God damn it. Canyon says that there's going to be an audio book and a movie based off of him. And narrated by Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> also, uh, audio books weren't, were still fairly new at the time. That's yeah. a, that is not yeah. cheap. Yeah. No, no, you not, should pay. Not cheap now. Chapter three: Morons, idiots, and buffoons. It's like thirty dollars for new books, by the way. Really? Yeah. He go. Kenyon goes for a while for this chapter three. What is that? DDP or Paige called me again today. Yeah. I let him go thirty-five, forty minutes on my answering machine. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> so this goes for a while, right? And fucking Tony's like, I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> Uh, Booker T then comes out to the Harlem Heat theme music, and they're like, "This is great. We haven't heard this in a while." I like that they're just retconning Harlem Heat 2K. Never happened. Never Fever happened. dream. Fever dream, Mike. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Canyon knocks down Booker T with the book, and uh, Canyon reads more of the book, and it turns out in the book was a fucking uh, uh, brick of yeah. cocaine. So we got that going for them. Um. We go backstage with David and Daphne are leaving. David says, I'll be right back. Uh, David barges in the production truck and attacks the 
producer Woody and shaves his head for airing the footage of him and Hancock last week. Then we cut back to David going back. Like, oh, sorry, I forgot my watch. Jesus. Backstage, we see the cat as Shane Douglas comes in laughing about how the ratings going to go up. But Cat's like, well, you interfered, so you have to go home. Because my new rules say, uh, my rules say, you broke it, you go home. So, uh, Douglas, you're fired. And Cat's uh, like, you don't have an idea. You can go take on these two guys in a handicap match. And it's like, not these two. Yeah, you're taking on Chronic. <laughs> That's awesome. Chronic. Uh, Stasiak, uh, we go back to Stasiak and Plumbo laughing at Woody. But do you guys notice, like, Woody's hair is more shaved yeah. than David? Because David did, like, one thing, and then he comes back and he has, like, the full Hogan. Well, brother, it's <laughs> another thing to Hogan. Dude. I want everybody to get a haircut like me, brother. Yeah, yeah. Woody's hair is Sting, more shaved. Mad USA. <laughs> yeah, even Medeja, brother. <laughs> Tony Schiavone. Skull it, brother. Skull it, dude. But, yeah, like, Woody's hair is more shaved when we come back to him after David left. As uh, Woody's like, you know, I'm tired of shit. I'm out. And he leaves. But he locks them in. And then probably the highlight of the night is we go to the ring with three count as they're going to perform their new three count song. And they do. Ow, ow, ow. No. Ow, ow, ow. Backstreet Boys. Get along with three count. We're like Backstreet Boys. In sync to Britney Spears is kind of cute. We We watch TRL on MTV. Everybody three count one, two, three. Rap is crap. And my favorite part is that one point it goes again, and Tony's like, "Are they just looping this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I love, I love it that they show like the, they show the performance, but they cut to like the roster, like, "What the hell is this?" And you just see like everybody just watching this, and it's just like, "What is happening?" But then we cut to Tank Abbott like bobbing his head, like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah." <laughs> Today, Tank Abbott likes this. Um, then we see Chronic comes out, destroys all three. Courageous tries to show his athleticism by trying to do a springboard crossbody and just slips off the top yeah, rope. That up. Then he attacks, and then Tank's like, "What the hell's going on?" I, I like that. <laughs> I. Who do you think had to pitch that idea to Tank Abbott? Vince Russo. How do you think that went, bro? We've seen you be the badass dude now, bro. We need to grow. We're going to have you be a, uh, uh, a groupie for three count, bro. What the fuck is a three count? They're the sack that, I mean, you've had to have met them. They're, they're in the back. You've been here for like a year. I don't talk to people. <laughs> I beat the fuck out of people. They're a boy band. They sing boy bandy songs, and you're going to dig them. I listen to Freak on a Leash. Does she spread them? <laughs> if you catch her, she's got to spread them. Also, I don't. It makes me irrationally angry when Mike Tanay says this every fucking time he opens his goddamn stupid mouth. It's not called the ultimate fight. And it fucking annoys me that old professor nuts here can't get it fucking right. Oh, he knows it. Ultimate fighting championship. You fuck nut. Uh, No, if anybody on that announce crew, he knows it. Do you think they're not allowed to use the name? And don't bring it up. Then just say he was a cage fighter. Well, they want to point... My guess is they don't want to use the name, but they want the rub. You know what I mean? God, it tries to be fucking up a wall. They're terrible seats. To move yeah. Jesus. Hey, guys, we're sick. I'm, I'm literally up on a, on a catacomb against yeah. a wall. Yeah. 
I need to look at uh, Shane Douglas's ass. So we have uh, a little harassed. Well, yeah. yeah, that's fine. So uh, we see uh, Adams gets on the mic and calls out Douglas. Uh, so our next match is Chronic versus uh, Shane Douglas. Well, they Doug- just out here to match. <laughs> huh? They yeah, just have so- a match. Yeah, yeah. No, they just destroyed three count, so it's fine. That was a warm-up. It was a warm-up. Cool. Uh, Douglas comes to the ring. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm out. But he goes to the back until Babyface Bagwell throws him back in the ring. Don't say that. That's Babyface Bagwell. Chronic beats up Shane Douglas. It turns out that there's... there's he ran over a baby's face, but... Yeah. This is, turns out to be a three-way <sighs> dance, I guess. Play him. Hollow. And, but then there's like that one moment that there's always in that match when it's a two-on-one match and, like... Douglas has each of them shoving each other. Like, yeah, yeah, hit him in it. And then, can like, imagine, can you imagine in an alternative universe, Teddy Long is the GM of uh, Thunder. And if you don't do what he likes, then you're going to go three <laughs> on one with the three count. Player? I just want to pull the curtain back just for a second, gentlemen. The shower curtain? Corey, oh. here in the, in the studio, just did the Teddy team. Long dance. Yeah. It was very impressive. I do have to ask a question. Thinking of that Teddy Long dance. Yeah. Have you ever seen Teddy Long and La Parka in the same place at the same time? Holy fuck. I have not. Get up on your Because that La Parka dance with Teddy Long. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you've heard La Parka cut a promo. <laughs> in that's Spanish. Pretty, that's pretty Teddy Long to me. Who do I real, player? Faux shizzle. My nizzle. So, like, oh, in, in current day... <laughs> L.A. Park and his sons were the MLW Tag Champs. Yeah. And they were on the streets of Mexico right before Halloween cutting a promo about yep. the upcoming match against 5150. And it was an awesome promo. It was in Spanish. They had subtitles. They were talking about how they, we were the kings of the tag team. Uh, we may dress eccentric all the year, but don't. it's Halloween, so dress up and have spirit, you lazy gringos. <laughs> There is a dude on the corner behind them in like a half costume, like looks like a bum waiting for stuff. It's like, don't be like this dude. And then they shove him over and start kicking him. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, LA Park just turns around to the camera and goes, Oh, and by the way, you lazy Americans, don't be cheap for the children. Buy king size candy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was like, what? He stops the beat down to like God damn it to candy shame Americans. Public service announcement by La Parka. <laughs> Don't be cheap for the children. <laughs> oh, La Parka's the for the kids. He is. Uh, and him and Nick Gage. <laughs> right. So Chronic destroys Douglas. Chronic's themes changes as it's about to leave. It becomes like the hoiky doiky. It's the Leave It to Beaver theme song. It is, yeah. <laughs> we see Stajak and Plumber laughing. Right, that's why TBS Childhood coming back. Laughing, and then they decide to leave until. Uh, but then the uh, production truck is locked. This has Chronic noticing it, so they go back, and Woody unlocks the door for them to get their asses handed to outside the production truck. We go off-site with the Hearst showing up to an unknown location. Maybe they're going to find the buried Ric Flair. Or Jimmy Hoffa. Or Jimmy Hoffa. He's in a giant stadium. Uh, Dale wants to know what Asia is, and Vampiro's like, she's over there. And then we go to a casket. He opens. It's empty. Vampiro hits hey, Dale with the shovel. There's pillows in there. Huh? There's pillows in okay, there. Okay, there's a pillow. You know how I know Jimmy Hoffa was buried in a giant stadium? Yeah. You did it. No, because no. of the veracity that any Italian-American... Has whenever you make that joke in there around, and they immediately strike it down. Yeah, that tells me it's done. It's way too close to home, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, Let it breathe. I mean, if you're talking like 
person. This got to you, didn't it? It did. So Dale hits Vampira. Uh, Dale gets hit by the shovel. Vampira then walks off stage, comes back and grabs Asia. <laughs> it's like, where the hell are you going? Like, out of nowhere, it's like, come here. Like, where was she? To Don't make, about that. Where, where is she to make no noise and go, I'm over here? I digress. He told her to be quiet. Yes, true. Vampira. She listened. Vampiro tells Asia with that when he wakes up, tell you him. You defy Vampiro? I think, I think not. Who are you to defy Vampiro? Oh, Danny would do it. He, uh, he tells Asia that when he wakes up, tell him and his buddy that they'd be waiting, a.k.a. the demon. Uh, I mean, Comic Carrier sure isn't getting that. What, what does he mean by his buddy? Like, he, he means the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> the big guy. God the white guy. It. Jesus. That kiss guy. Must be time for another special main event match on paper. Oh, shit. Most likely. Let's go to our main event, though. God of thunder. Bum, 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 bum. This uh, sucks. Terrible. Main event. I got no love for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I like some of their songs. I rock but them harder like... every day. It's like one to three. I got stuff to do. Yeah, like one to three. Yeah. They're like a rung below Aerosmith on my level of I don't give a shit about this classic rock band. Damn. Damn. Uh, I was man... above that rung. Most other bands. Nickel <laughs> <laughs> below that rug. Nickelback. Very few bands. Nickelback. Nickelback. Hey, Nickelback's better than Imagine Dragons. I saw the That's best. That's true. I will you, you know the meme. Imagine Dragons is the worst band in the history know, of music. You know, you know the like the the meme of uh, the photograph. Yeah. Like, Look at the photograph. I, I saw a photo frame of Kroger holding a photo frame. I'm like, I gotta get that. Look at this photograph, and it's him holding a photograph. I'm like, okay. I, I maintain the the not the first two because there was a first one, but the two Nickelback albums, the one that came out in 2001 that has How You Remind Me, Silver Side Up, and, and Follow You Follow Me Home. Yes, those are actual good albums. Really good albums. Those are good albums. I was listening to a, a show of a uh, TRL and MTV. Yeah, it was. Now for that, they're gonna fall off a cliff. One, a bit. two, three. Um, a guy was talking about how in Canada they someone got like arrested, and what they did is they played play a mountie. They played like a song, like an album, yeah. like in prison, like they're in jail. So like, oh, we'll put on an album, and I think it was like Nickelback or something. For like, they play like all the albums or something. It's just like, well, I went to a bar once. Some asshole went to the jukebox, played the entire Dark Horse album. Damn. We're like, we hate you so fucking much right now, dude. <laughs> God, you suck. Awesome. You know, back in like nineteen in the, in the late seventies, one of the Middle Eastern countries, I forget which one. Indiana. <laughs> countries. Of Idaho. Middle East. Of course. Uh, the Great pr- Middle East of Idaho. For to punish the prisoners of war would play Barry Manilow albums. That's just rude. Non stop. So, so they were on, rude. So they were on Coco Cabanas. Got it. <laughs> So our next go, match, go, 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 our main event is Jeff Jarrett, Mike Awesome versus Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner. It's a main event in Buzzmont, Montana. I hey, guess. it's the New World Order against uh, Jeff Jarrett and Mike Awesome against Memphis. I don't know. <laughs> Memphis and Tampa was Awesome ever in Memphis? No, Japan. Japan. Is Jarrett ever in Japan? Well, Have they ever been to the same place ever besides WCW? No, here's no. the first time. Jesus. Cat uh, comes out and joins commentary. Back and forth match here. Steiner does a double arm powerbomb on Jarrett. Uh, it was a back and forth. Jarrett, uh, Jarrett takes the pin because, you know, the champ has to take that pin to Scott Steiner. You know. Cat uh, comes in and yells at Steiner. Nash clotheslines the cat. Awesome comes in and knocks down Nash. Awesome hits Steiner with the belt and tries to do a splash, but Steiner boots him. 
and, uh, and does a belly to belly. Steiner puts awesome the Frank uh, Steiner recliner, but Jarrett hits Steiner. Awesome does a frog splash on Steiner. It's three on one till Nash gets up to make the save. However, Goldberg comes out and he has con- Nash's uh, Hall's contract, so Nash gives chase. But guys. We ran out of time. Oh, my God. I just thought of something watching this and listening to you. We never got something that I feel would have been epic in any way possible, good or bad. Yeah. We never got Goldberg versus Sabu. Do we ever get Hoobie versus Sabu? No. Not that I know of. That's just but psychotic. Can you imagine? Like, he'd do, he would do one of them attempted triple jump somersaults and get speared out of midair. The visual would be awesome if they hit it. But with those two, do they hit it cleanly? Get up, up on your feet. No. God damn. All right. Anyway. Okay. Let's go to SmackDown. Who do? Who do you? They weren't there. June 22nd of the year 2000. We're in Memphis, Tennessee. The Pyramid. The Pyramid, where Mike Tyson had his last professional fight. Commentary team has won. Michael we Cole. lost. Kevin McBride. Michael Cole. Three days after getting a face tattoo. Michael Cole. Michael. Thank you. Oh, that's what are you waiting for? <laughs> I knew it. I just wanted to keep ignoring him. And uh, talk, about, I, talk about Mike Tyson. I would have kept saying Michael Cole. Family. 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 High spot Family. <laughs> and uh, Memphis. Johnny High Spot Jones over Memphis's there. own <laughs> Jerry Lawler. Damn. The right. only thing I'm bummed about is we didn't get his entrance. Yeah. That so awesome. we didn't get the crowd pop because you know he fucking got a huge oh, goddamn we pop. We get it later. We get it later. <laughs> it's I, fair. I, I, we get it later. So here's the thing. I was like, oh, we're in Memphis. I'm like, Lawler has to have a spot in tonight's night, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. he must have. But let's start off with a uh, promo. Man, before you go there, Joe. Yeah. Would you want to be anybody else anywhere else in their heyday? Or would you, like, is Lawler the king, the Lawler's top of that? the top. Like, I mean, he's, better, he's bigger than Bruno in New York. There's bigger stars, Bruno in New York, Dusty in Florida. Yeah. But three count and Billings. No one's that loved. <laughs> but no one's that universally loved. And, and even Piper in Portland, not really. He was in Canada yeah, most no, of the time. Lawler in Memphis, is that is the primo one to be. Is Punk in Chicago the closest? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But, but even then, it's not the same. But even then, it's not the longevity. No. Because um, we're... We're talking from 1970 to 2000. Honestly, till now. Until still, it is still, still. going. Still, he mean, does like, he, when they do wrestling night in Memphis at the Grizzly Games. It's him. It's him. He still works weekends for sports like, shows. I mean, he, like Jim Cornette said, he's not what he used to be. But I mean, who he, is? Did, he, he did a casket match against Enzo. Yeah, he had a casket match against Enzo for some reason. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Now they just put those on indie shows for no reason with it to build. <laughs> it's like casket match. Yep. Where do you just? You can't just buy caskets. Where the fuck did you get a casket from? That's a good question because it's tough to. Yeah, you have, you have to have like to, a license to get one. Yeah. You can't just buy them. I remember the stories about Bruce, Bruce Pritchard that some. Oh, Paul Bear. Paul Bear had to like use his shit yeah, to actually get them a coffin. Had to use his license to get them all the coffins they would do. That's weird, but yeah, no, that's the primo one. I mean, you can't beat it. I mean, Jerry, just imagine being that. Even anything like. And was how, he more over than Elvis? Is he, uh, is he 1B? Say, I would say now, probably, yeah. overall, because yeah. it's longer, the longevity, because Elvis died. Damn. Because um, I can't think of anything else in any, uh, maybe Jordan, Chicago, maybe. 
I don't know though. Like it's it's crazy it's, how over he is. Yeah, no, it's it's one A and one B. Because even non wrestling was like, watch Jerry Lawler. That's that's yeah. Memphis. Everybody dog. knows who the king is. Yeah, that's Jerry Lawler. He had his own TV show in the eighties. Do you know that? That's, I did. Sunday Sunday morning, Sunday at noon. <laughs> it's bananas. Yeah, he had his own talk show. And not only would he interview other wrestlers, but fucking people in the like important people in the community. And I shit. remember that. I remember <coughs> highlights because there was like, um, Jesus. there was a one fan like that would show up every week or something, mm-hmm. and then and he interviewed he, her. He interviewed her, and then he brought her. He mentioned about how like loving she was, and how all the boys in the back loved her, or something like. There has, I'll tell you this much: there's never been a wrestler who was as important to his company. As Lawler was to Memphis for all those years, when he broke his leg, Hogan in WWF. It's the no, only one I can think of, even Lawler like through WrestleMania more. Nine. No, Lawler was more because that company almost went out of business when he broke his leg. Like he's literally the linchpin of that business. Von Erichs, world class. <sighs> yeah, but look what happened. Like, <laughs> didn't make a sandwich. <laughs> so, where's my sandwich? She's all crying. <laughs> She, he's like Kevin. Uh, they're dead. Back in, uh, yeah, back, back, in back in the kitchen and three. <laughs> Jesus. But no, there's others that definitely. Punk is probably the closest in relation to how universally loved he is in that town. Yeah. But uh, not no one comes close. Well, nothing comes close to this Faxim Faxim promo. Triple H brings up the match at King of the Ring about how he's going to beat them and how the other three will be sopping each other. I like there's, the end of this promo. That um, Get to the end sucks. You know, the three of them uh, will stop each other from making the pin. Triple H trusts everybody in the ring. The other team don't trust anybody else. Hey, Vin- DTA, don't trust anybody. That's right, brother. And then they immediately go out of the way to show they don't trust each other. Yeah, then Vince goes off about how family's important. Vince loves family. everyone. Family. Family. He must love, family. Uh, he must love them to <laughs> forgive them all. Vince says that the faction will have a six-man tag tonight. To prove a point that they're together and they're loyal. Against who? The Rock, Undertaker, and Kane. So to this, so the Triple H part fucking sucked. It was boring as hell. The Vince part picked up for me because he was like, it was something like, uh, God, what did he say about each of them? Uh, he said, even if my wife is a meddlesome shrew, right. even if my son-in-law is a... Uh, Paranoid asshole. Yeah, something like that. Even my two ungrateful children, you <laughs> still have to forgive them. <laughs> so he's working them all up. He pissed them. Then all he's off like, "Then we're going to be the time." I was like, "The fuck we are." So then he Shades bounces. Bounces. Everybody like, leaves. Ah, fuck Everybody fucking and leaves. Then line of the night for me. Can I say it, Joe? You go ahead. Don't make me be in the match by myself. They're like. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> sounds good, folks. Don't make me take them all on at once. And then and his like, face okay. was like, <laughs> "Okay, like sure. Vince's part was fucking great. He was good. He was really good. <laughs> Get it to that was a slog because it's Triple H. <laughs> Shane's like, I think I got a car waiting for me. I'm I got an Audi. An Audi five thousand. Uh, we see backstage that Trish and TNA are headed to the ring as they have a six mixed tag, as it's Trish and TNA versus Lita. And the Hardy Boys. Dude, for some reason, Trish was doing it for me. Hey now. Trish and Lita at this time? My God. With the hair pulled back. The one. The outfit, I, mean, I was always done. a Lita guy over Trish. I was always a Trish. I was a Trish guy. <sighs> hey now. But uh, Bubba was a both guy, to be really honest. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, I'm not saying no. So, um, can't lose there. Then we cut to Shane getting a Tory up. guy. There. there it is. Not Wilson. 
Uh, then we go cut to Shane <laughs> trying to get yeah, just Torrey. Uh, Shane's trying to leave. Like, what is her last name? Tori. Tori Tori. She's like the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Well, she was <laughs> Mario Mario. When she was in Portland, she was Terry Power. I thought you were going to say Port. I was like, what? Yeah. Nope, Portland. Uh, Portland. Uh, Raven's valet. That's how she broke in. Scotty the Body and Terry. Terry Power. Terry Rising. Um, we cut to Shane trying to leave, but Triple H is like, hey, no, no, where are you going? I feel Taz's pain. You can see the boredom on his face listening to a Shane Douglas promo. Talk uh, it off. <laughs> Shane is trying to leave, and Triple H is like, no, no, where do you think you're going? He's like, I'm leaving. I don't want to do this. If I got to do this, you got to do I gotta, this. What? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this either. <laughs> we're facing them on Saturday, Sunday. I don't need to go through this again tonight. Yes. It's but we're going to. Bold move, by the way, just giving this away on TV. It's okay. I was so against it the entire show. <laughs> I was, like, yeah, I was yeah. stewing. I was what, like, are what are we doing? What are we doing? I know. I saw this. this. I heard it. I'm like, what are we doing? They're paying for this in three fucking days, you idiots. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I was so annoyed. But Triple H said, grabs Shane and says, if I'm doing it, you're doing it. <laughs> so I get, never get some Hold on. I was like, why don't you just leave? Yeah. Just right, why don't both of you leave? Just leave. Just bounce, though. Fuck him. That would be pretty better. So that, I, I thought I would have liked it more because like, when it had them like really having a problem with each other and like just Vince getting his ass beat for 10 minutes, that would have been fine. It would have been fucking awesome. Because Vince would take an ass whooping. Let's go over to the first match of the night. It's, it's TNA and Trish. Versus the Hardys and Lita. The feud that will never die. I just goes on and on and on, my friends. But it has Trish wrestling, so I'm fine. Uh, Matt hits a tornado DDT. Jeff does a running senton over the top rope onto Albert. Matt goes for the Trish of Fate, but Trish grabs Matt. Lita gets in the ring, grabs Trish. Matt hit his Trish of Fate on Tess, while Lita hits one on. Also, crowd popped the way Trish. Trish and Lita came together. Oh, yep. they popped. Lita then drags so Trish onto Tess, and then Jeff hits the a, and then Jeff hits a swanton on both Trish and Tess, which somehow he did it perfectly. He missed her completely. because he missed her. Yeah, missed yeah. her entirely. These days he'd have fucking planted. Just planted. Her. <laughs> he just uh, that's it. why he's all elite. He would have stuck it. But the, and then Lita then hits a moonsault, but the ref's on the outside. Albert comes in and hits a double arm power bomb on Lita, and then pulls Trish on top of Lita for the win. You forgot uh, before the match, they showed highlights of what's led up to this, and they show Lita giving her a leg drop from the top rope. Let's crush her face. I wouldn't call that a leg drop. That's nope. like I'm just gonna throw my body at your face. Also, she has the scariest fucking moonsault. Oh, yeah. You don't think she's going to clear? I think she's going to kill herself every time she does it. She's almost. So many times. Not like, Chris, not like Chris Chris Angel. Kurt Angle. Now his is who fucking... has beautiful moonsault that he never hits. It's like a flare spot. He just never hits Their it. The greatest camera angle of all time was the TNA show with the steel cage. It was him and Mr. Anderson. Mister, the way they were up above and shot it, and it looked like he wasn't going to make it into the ring. It looked like he was almost going to. Jesus! But it was so epic looking. Yeah, he's got a great moonsault. Just ask Bob Holly. <laughs> we will shortly. I got an idea. <laughs> I, got an idea. Uh, I got an idea. Crack. <laughs> uh, we get a recap of Raw. Keep crack. <laughs> we get a recap. Yeah, right. We get a recap of Raw. Briscoe beating Crash for the Hardcore Title. And then Patterson turning on Briscoe to win the title off of him. Then we get backstage of Briscoe. <laughs> Patterson. I'm going to scalp him, that no good Frenchman. Where are you, Patterson? So, Corey. <laughs> there is more 
There's more proof that Patterson was a hardcore champion than, than Intercontinental Champion. Yep. That doesn't exist on video. Yep. Pie it's just Anderson. like he like gave him the belt. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the ring. Well, you're the champ. <laughs> we go to the ring. He just... How did that belt become so great? Because they just gave it to a dude and said uh, he won a tournament. <laughs> honestly, because he was that good. Like That's so um, funny. He was well past his prime at the time they gave him that belt, too. In fact, he was almost like two like years old. lifetime achievement. Yeah. Or essentially. Well, I mean, he came in and did such a good job. He, okay, so back then they had a, a, a routine they followed. You would show up in the territory. They'd put you over. You'd get three matches with the champ. The first match would be a schmoz. The second one, you'd win but not the belt. And then the third one, Bob Backlund would beat you, and you'd be on your way. You got three. That's how it went. They would just do that three time, four times a year. Made money every time. Yep. So they get to Patterson. He's so over. He's the only guy that gets four. Because they sold out MSG all four times. Um, Bob Backlund. So, yeah, they gave, him, they gave him the Intercontinental belt. And because he was so good at being the hill and all that, it was his initial reign that actually gave that belt prestige. I mean, lucky, because it could have easily gone the other way, but they picked the right guy, I guess. I just... But yeah, here, here you go. Bob Backlund <laughs> is the craziest sure. thing in wrestling. I, I don't get it, man. Almost he's just six years. He's he's nothing. Like, I don't understand the game. He was a great amateur wrestler. He's a, he's okay. In I've the watched. Ring. Him. I mean, he's an oh, he's a very good professional wrestler, but not world champion. He's, he's he, not world championship. He level. doesn't have the charisma. No. Nope. Which even then, Bruno had charisma out the ass. Yeah. Superstar Billy Graham. Are you kidding me? Bob Backlund, not there. In the ring, no. He just was. Bland. You know what it was? It was Vince Senior. Vince Senior is was as stubborn as Vince Junior, and he bet himself that after going with uh, ethnic minorities for almost twenty years, that he could pick the All American boy. He wanted Howdy Doody. Yep. And I can make him a world champion and be successful in New York. That was his personal bet to himself, and he stuck with it even when it looked like it wasn't going to work. He stuck with it because he knew he had the talent around him. To still sell out, he had Andre, he had Bruno, he had Pedro Morales, Hogan was uh, there as a rookie at that point. I mean, he had all the talent, so he just stuck with it until it just was accepted fact that he was successful. It was really a successful ring by dogged determination. It's a compiler. <laughs> yeah. Bob Ackland is the Craig Biggio of professional <laughs> wrestling. Yep. Speaking of crazy and professional wrestling... Edge and Christian come down the ring. However, they're dressed up as, um, how do we want to say? Oh, one's dressed up as Fat Elvis, and yep. the other one's dressed up as Fatter Elvis. Yep. I give credit to Christian. That's at least an Elvis jumpsuit. Yeah. A legit Elvis jumpsuit. I give him credit for that. Edge, I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. This, so I say this every week. I forgot how many of these are just iconic. Yeah. They're right? so iconic. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, tonight's five-second post is called the Hawker Hawker. Hunka 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 Edge Christian Jerry Lewis getting a kick out of this uh, Who was in the crowd? The killer Jerry Lee Lewis Was his uh, wife cousin there? <laughs> no Okay The last uh, By the way The last of the original rock and rollers still alive yep. Jerry Lee Lewis He's getting a kick out of it cause, Who are uh, those originals there, Corey? For the, for the people listening at home Well, you got your Chuck Berry Yep Your Little Richard Yep Bill Haley in the Comets Yep Your Elvis Presley Yep uh, The Everly Brothers 
Buddy Holly. That's a, that's the original. State of the music, bud. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Jerry Lewis getting a big kick out of this because at least for once he's ahead of Elvis. <laughs> the only time in the dirt too <laughs> uh so took death but hey he got it yes sir <laughs> so let's go to our next match our second match of the night they must have heard you from last week because it's christian versus grandmaster sexy all i wanted i'm fine that's with all it. i wanted in memphis talk about a pop dog yeah Woo! sexy got that pop Ooh, too yeah he did um who was he in, who was he in memphis what was his uh gimmick too sexy brian christopher Damn, dude. The worst kept secret in the world of wrestling yeah, is Jerry. Yeah. They look alike. Sound alike. They sound they alike. They work alike. They work. I mean, I know you wanted to try to keep a kayfabe, but brother. God, he got a pop. Holy yes, shit, dude. Uh, during the match, Edge gets in the ring and spears Grandmaster, and the ref tries to get him out. Because um, I think Edge then tries to fix his hat over his head. The hair, the the hair, hair. fell off. Yeah. <laughs> So he tried to fix the hair. Tries to fix the hair, but this allows Sky Chihadi to hit Christian with the ring bell. You got it. And puts Grandmaster on top of... For the win. For the win. Which is weird, because, you know... Because they're in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely would have shaved his head and mooned him. I, yeah. I have expected them to kill Brian Christian. And, so now, and then Rikishi turns <laughs> on him and stink <laughs> faces him. They worked on it. Then we go back... Got there in the end. <laughs> then we go backstage with Dean Malenko <laughs> getting... always wins. We go backstage with Dean Malenko getting a massage. Oh, he's, he's got a dong. I guess. Gets a dong. And then uh, Terry comes in and asks for help that she wants to have a mixed match, match, mix match tag match tonight against her and the cat and Ugh. her partner of her board. That's what I said when this I heard. This will never end. It started in like January, dude. He blows her off. I can get you see I'm busy. I'm busy. And then he stops for a minute and he goes, Terry, come back here. Oh, and then he fucking he comes around the corner and goes, "Miss me to the girls." I'm just like, I don't. What what is happening? I want the man with a thousand holes. Yeah, I know in WF that's blasphemy, but that's what I want. Yeah. I want the light heavyweight title, hotly contested between Brian Christopher and Dean Malenko. Give me that for fifteen minutes, and I'm happy. Yep. Throw in your Scotty Two Hotties, your Christians. S.A. Rios, if he's not doing anything, Taka, you've got yourself an okay division. It's S.A. Rio. That's right. I forgot about that. S.A. Rio. Rio's brother. Uh, I noticed uh, a certain insane luchador was just um, let go from WCW. Talk about psychosis. Bring him in. Yep. That's another one for the light division. You have a good division there. But no. But no. no. We're going to use Gilbert and Dean Lincoln. Uh, now we're going to defend it. He's just going to be some sort of love god. Yeah. He's just, he just cosplaying Valvinus, is always knowing. <laughs> we get a recap of Raw of Eddie b- begging for forgiveness after beating China and then giving her a puppy. Uh, then we go backstage and see Briscoe still looking for Patterson. Uh, Triple H, uh, then we see Triple H talking with Shane, wondering what the hell Vince is thinking. And Shane's like, he has to have a plan, right? Has to, right? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. They're not confident. Let's go to our next match as it's for the European Championship as Eddie Guerrero with China versus the big boss man. Uh, Boss man shoves Eddie into China. Uh, Eddie does a crossbody to the outside. Boss man with the Tilted World Backbreaker. Eddie does a double axe handle, but boss man catches him and does like a standing sidewalk slam. Uh, China gets on the apron to distract Bossman. Bossman goes out the side and just punches her in the face. They had a much better match on Nitro in 95 when he was Big Bubba. Yeah. 
Uh, Valve, it was five my, five years of less wear and tear on Trailer's body. Val Venus comes out and hits Eddie. And with, had the mullet. Uh, hits <laughs> Eddie with the nightstick. And I swear to God, at this moment, I'm like, is Bossman r- really going to win the European Championship? I had that thought for a fleet second, and I was yeah. like, Bossman's not winning the European <laughs> Yeah. But China comes in and breaks up the pin, and then they leave. We go to uh, Jonathan Coachman with Chatty Kathy Kane, as Kane says he's going to win the title at the King of the Ring. I thought Coach was a bigger deal by this point. Mm. No, it took until... Like I know he's not on commentary for a while, but I, thought, I just thought he had like was more like he's on like every five weeks. He's on yeah. TV. He's cool because at this point, I thought he did way more. Than they this. haven't committed to Michael Cole uh, hmm. as Jr.'s full time number two, so he's still doing backstage interviews a lot too. And then you got Kevin Kelly creeping around still. It's not until Kelly goes to the magazine side hmm. and they fully commit to Cole being a play by play guy. Hmm. That coach starts to get the interviews. Uh, we go backstage with the cat in the locker room as she's talking. Oh, I was excited for a minute, and I remember we're talking about SmackDown. And sorry, then, uh, we went back to Miss Kitty. Yeah, oh, sorry. Remember Miss Kitty? I apologize. Put some respect on Ernest Miller's Ms. one cat. She's Miss Kitty's talking in the mirror, and she see, we see some. She's talking to somebody who's reading the newspaper, but then the person lowers the newspaper, and it's one Pat Patterson dressed up in drag. By the way, my son is the same way. I was showing him something about British television. Mm-hmm. It was a character called The Cat. I'm like, yeah, he, The Cat's cool, but he's no Ernest Miller. And I was like, yes. There it is. Yes. There it is. Terry then comes in and says, hey, we have a mixed mix tag match trash. tonight. Trash. Yeah, trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. Oh, we, God. We get a uh, Don't Try This at Home commercial. Okay. That immediately made me think, okay, what child got killed what, his little yeah, brother what kid did something in May grim. or June of 2000? You know that video we show of Foley jumping off the roof? You don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, then we get a, uh, we see Kurt Angle walking backstage with the WF magazine that he's on, and he walks past Stephanie and has to show it off. Uh, Angle says it's a life lifelong dream of his to uh, be WF, on the WF magazine, and... Uh, Stephanie wishes him good luck in the term of the King of the Ring tournament. It's like, thanks. Well, thanks, because, you know, when I, I can't wait to win it and then beat your husband for the title later on. She's anyway, like, bye. Anyway, bye. What? He's, like, he's like, what? She's like, what? And he's like, all right, bye. <laughs> so good. The, the cheap counter. is like, all right, bye. The I, chemi- just, go ahead. I said the chemistry between these two is ridiculous. I just want them on a double date with Eddie and China. Just the hilarity that would ensue. As oh, she's playing off as God. not a double date, but like Angle's sucking should up. They and, together, should they end up together? I don't think so. I like the flirtation. I like the flirtation more than the idea of them yeah. being a couple. But you can only go so far with the flirtation. Yeah. It's like, look, you guys should just fuck. Oh, no, they'll be the fucking. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking. But they don't need to be an on screen like power couple. Are they yeah. knocking to Oh, no. He's throwing that Olympic sized dick. Yeah. After Vince is done railing her behind. he hangs his medals when he's done. Hey, no, he just hangs on his dung when he's done. <laughs> That's what I just... Son of a bitch. Is there a neck on here? God damn it. I have an idea. He probably hangs his medals yeah. on his dick. Yeah, probably does. Huh, fresh idea. Fresh idea. All right, let's go to our next match. Dad fit those in her mouth, too. Our I next can see ma- why you drove Jeff all the fucking way to Japan. There it is. He drove to Japan? I drove him. Big-ass bridge. Yeah, well, I mean, you can see Rush from Alaska, yeah, so... Yeah, I drove him there. Checks out. Our next match, it's uh, for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship as it's Rikishi versus Chris Benoit. I hated this. Uh, yep. The yep. first round opponents on Sunday. Yep. 
Benoit uh, throws Rikishi in the steel steps and rams his shoulder into it. Benoit works on the right shoulder of Rikishi the whole match. Benoit Bang. chops the hell out of uh, his chest. And then the uh, back body drops, back body suplexes Rikishi. Benoit misses the headbutt. Benoit goes to the crossface, but Rikishi does the belly to belly and then the splash. Rikishi wins. So your new intercontinental champion, Rikishi. So A, that's fucking stupid. B, guarantees that Benoit's winning on the match against Rikishi. I I was gobsmacked. What the fuck are they doing? I'm like, why are you giving away two of your pay-per-view matches three days before, by the way? Right. (sighs) And then second of all, why is Rikishi winning? And then I was like, okay, during the celebration, I was like, you know what? It's kind of cool that for a moment in time here, they're the tag champs, he's the crown champ, all three members have the gold. Yep. That's cool. But then I was like, why, why? And then Benoit like, breaks up the celebration by beating the <laughs> like, fuck out of all of them. Fuck all of you. <laughs> so am I in Atlanta? This is weird. <laughs> China? Hey, hey. Interestingly enough, he trained with China. But they, they were also trained by Killer Kowalski. Um... Yeah, so Tuchel comes down and celebrates, and then... Speaking of trying to like, he, he would end up being the uh, bondage dude in the uh, Nicole Bass bondage porn. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, in case Tuchel, you want to watch Nicole Bass naked doing bondage. No, I'm good. I mean, it's on uh, loop at my house, but... Yeah, Tuchel comes down and celebrates until, until Benoit attacks them all with the chair. Benoit puts Rikishi in the cross face until security comes out to make the sa- uh, tell him to leave. What the hell was that security? Yep. Seven years later. We get a promo from Hard- We get a promo from Hardcore Holly saying he's just gonna kick Jericho's ass for getting in his business last week. Um, Jericho comes out and just runs straight down to the ring, so our next match is Chris Jericho versus Hardcore Holly. He can't even be bothered to talk shit to Hardcore Holly. Yeah, spark plug. <laughs> uh, they brawl to start the match, Holly with a power bomb. Jericho goes for a springboard drop kick, but uh, Holly just throws him to the outside. Uh, Holly throws Jericho into steel steps. Uh, Holly and the ref argue. Stephanie comes down, hits Jericho in the head with the belt. Holly makes the cover, but Jericho kicks out. But Jericho then hits the lion salt for the win. It was a decent back and forth. I match enjoyed here. the match a lot, yeah. actually. No, 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 two guys that can go having a good match. Yep. We go backstage with Miss Kitty as she's asking Taka to be his partner. And he's like, you want partner? Okay, and gives her Funaki. He's like, no, no, not him. You. You be my partner. And he's like, no. Ha. Fucking stupid Japanese guys can't understand us. Indeed. Indeed. Our next match is a mixed match tag match of the cats. Jesus. A.K.A. Miss Kitty and Taka versus Dean and Terry. Um... They uh, take out Taka before the match even starts, so it's Dean and Terry versus the Miss Kitty until... Built perfectly. And ter- until Jerry the King Lawler's had enough. Just standing up at the announce table and starting to take off his jacket. The he crowd got a monster pop. loses it. Um, if there's any doubt there were a couple. No <laughs> longer. King brings... Uh, has well, until no longer suited her. King attacks what, Dean... What? And uh, allows Ter- uh, the cat, Miss Kitty, to roll up Terry for the win. After the match, Dean attacks uh, Lawler as he holds Lawler, as he holds Miss Kitty back in the corner. Terry does the Bronco Buster to Lawler. Who's having the time of the his life? The biggest smile of on his face <laughs> before 
And after. This is nuts. He has a legit broken leg. Oh, God almighty. Look at him. Uh, I should have done that. As, uh, yeah, so uh, we have that. Then we have Kevin Kelly. Oh, you forgot the part during the match. Uh, where he did the patented Lawler, which got a monster pop of its own. Take the sl- he dropped the strap. Yep. I loved this. By uh, the way, I was in heaven. Yeah. Uh, we go <laughs> Kevin Lawler. We go in Ke- yeah, he was. Kevin Kelly with Undertaker. He's going to be, the as he put it, he's going to be the badass champion after King of the Ring. Cool. That's Get it? You. Badass. He's here. We go backstage with Briscoe, still looking for Patterson until uh, Finkel shows up and tells uh, Patterson that he's in the women's locker room. Hey, Briscoe, he's dressed in drag in the women's bathroom. And nude! <laughs> Bye, Patterson. <laughs> Briscoe wants to know how he can get past that, and then uh, Finkel whispers sweet nothing in his ear, and he goes, Oh, that's got to hurt so bad. Let's go to our next match, as it's Road Dog versus Devon. I can't even feign that I'm happy about this at all. <laughs> nope. No, no. dog. Um, who wins? So no, no for me, dog. No, who oh, wins, okay. uh, Devon gets a table, and Tori decides to attack Bubba. Bubba grabs what? Tori. <laughs> what? You, you this, want me to get to the end? These sentences don't make sense. Tori Why grabs. Why you attack Devon? Why would you attack Bubba? Because they're both in the ring. Bubba, uh, Tori then uh, then Bubba tries to powerbomb Tori, but she uh, can Road Dog hits with the can hits him with the candlestick, so Bubba drops Tori, and Tori looks like she landed awkward on her knee. She may have because she needed help back up the yeah. But then during the main event, she was fine. But it's like it looked bad. Um, Tony Chimmel's wearing knee pads. Mm. Uh, <laughs> To, uh, okay. They make the announcement that uh, you know Road Dog won via DQ, but for some reason the microphone wasn't working. Yeah, and, and so then uh, the Dudley's 3D um, won uh, uh, Tony Chimmel because you know because why not? Because why not? Indeed. Um, we go backstage and we see Briscoe now dressed in drag. He barges into the women's locker room. We have a brawl. Uh, Patterson tells uh, Briscoe that he told him that he loved him, and then he throws baby power in their eyes. We have a hardcore championship match now, starting in the back. Nah. Damn, Cat had such a good idea. <laughs> McMahon's like, God damn it. God damn, bro. Of uh, Briscoe and Patterson, how are they finding the hallway until one Vince McMahon shows up? It's like, what the hell are you two doing? <laughs> <laughs> we guys like to dress up and drag, huh? Well, guess what? At King of the Rain, we're gonna have the first ever hardcore evening gown match between you two. Um, excuse me. <laughs> what? Hey, excuse me. What? What, what was that? Uh, excuse me. You, you said what? A baking powder. A uh, handicap table dumpster match. What? On a chair. On a chair. On a chair. <laughs> I don't know what we're picking, but it was going with it. Um, we go to uh, promo with Kevin Kelly and The Rock. Rock says that the faction will be getting their asses uh, kicked not once but twice at King of the Ring. The Rock's alliance with Undertaker and Kane are over. McMahon, Helmsley, faction are over. The Rock era begins. Oh, you missed my favorite part of the promo. Does it said, Even as the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis, is here, and The Rock has great balls of fire. Da-da-da-da. 
So let's go to our next. Right pay per view from WWE. I can't believe they did that. Goodness gracious. Who's called? Who's called? Great balls of fire. <laughs> you know what? Hey, Vince, that's a great idea. What do we do for the rest of it? I don't know. We got the song, though. Yeah, we have the song, though, right? I can't wait till next year when we have The Lion Sleeps Tonight. <laughs> the year after that, a whole lot of shit could go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Vince. No, Vince, he would just. No, nah, I can't go there. I can't go there. I say Vince would just book a main event with two people with cerebral palsy. Let's go to the main event. As Shane and Vince McMahon and Triple H taking on Kane, Undertaker, like Rock. Fox special ref. And it's supposed Parkinson to be. It's supposed to be on the pay per view, but guess what we're gonna have tonight? The faction stalls and Vince introduces their first opponents in a no DQ handicap match. As Bull and DX come out, however, all three men take care of all. Yeah, those two belong together. Second Bull set. And DX. Second se- second set of people. T Mac. T Mac, Edge, Christian, and Angle. Um, but then DX and Bull get in the ring with them. After a bit, all they take all three men take them all out. Third set of people: Val Venus and TNA. Uh, then it's an all-out brawl. Uh, but they I called it. By the way, I called it. As Val Venus is running down the ramp, I'm like, he's going to slide in into a rock bottom. Boom. And he did. Sure enough. It's an all-out brawl, leaving The Rock and Triple H in the ring. The faction uh, attacks The Rock. X-Pac hits Undertaker with a chair. TNA and Val do a suplex on Kane through the announce table. Triple H with the pedigree. Severing his spine. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's well, Hopefully Kane will make it the paper. I mean, if we look at the Hogan-Goldberg math numbers, Kane is dead. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully Kane will be there at the pay-per-view. Kane only survived if he has the power of Hulkamania running through him. Let's hope so. And that's just fire. And from what we've seen on Twitter, he does. Uh, Triple H with the pedigree on Rock. Shane hits a top rope elbow drop. Shane, Vince does his own pet, uh, people's elbow and f- makes the cover and forces Earl to make the count. Lumberjacks are still attacking Undertaker and Kane on the outside. Uh, show ends with Shane and Triple H having Vince on his shoulder celebrating the win. Cool. Yep. That's a go home. So is. let's mark out no sell. Oh, yeah. For uh, uh, King of the Ring. Thunder was better. Uh, yeah, Thunder was better. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So uh, King, King of the Ring of 2000. The Ring quarterfinal match Chris Benoit versus Rikishi. Is no. the IC title on the line? No. Oh, no. This verse wasn't booking this tournament. Then no. No? King of the Ring quarterfinal match, Eddie Guerrero versus Val Venus. Nope. No. You would think it would be Rikishi and... Uh, no, go for it. King of the Ring quarterfinal match, Bull Buchanan versus Crash Holly. Fuck no. Gross. And King of the Ring quarterfinal match, Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. Yes. Yes. Finally. How's that the fucking finals? Jesus Christ. Fatal 4-way elimination match for the Tag Team Championships. Too cool. Defending against the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and T and A. Three out of four, eh, bad. Yeah, I'll mark out. I'll mark out. It's elimination, by the way. As it should be. King of the Ring semifinal match. Mark out. Yes. (laughs) And then King of the Ring semifinal match. I'll mark out. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hardcore evening gown match for the hardcore title. Pat Patterson versus Gerald Briscoe. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Nah, man, I'm good. Handicap 
tables dumpster match, the Dudley Boys versus DX. I no. don't understand how this works. So no. No, and there's a table somehow, right? Yes, so no. do you win if you're in a table or in a dumpster or in a table in a dumpster? We'll find out at the pay-per-view. Yes. I don't understand. King of the Ring finals. Mark out. Okay. That's the one that bugs me because I know who wins. So, oh. Six-man tag team match for the world title. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, one more time. What was that? Wait, what was that? I didn't hear. Six-man tag team match for the world title. Who's in it? Triple H, Shane McMahon, and Mr. McMahon versus The Rock, Kane, and The Undertaker. However, I believe only three of those can win the world title. Yes. But they can pin anybody. No, dog. N- no. It's a, it's a no for me, Doc. That's the pay-per-view. That sounds terrible. There's a reason I told you, don't just automatically assume Great American Bash is worse. My God. Uh, it still might be, and probably is. But don't just assume it this month. Just wait and see. Because the DF is, is handing us a, uh, a big pile of ho-hum shit. And by the way, Jesus, I cannot wait to tell you guys how I would have booked this. I cannot wait either. A 48-man tournament? Yes. All on the pay-per-view. 100%. Four rings next to each other. Four matches going at the same time. One ref, though. It's tired ref. <laughs> he works the entire pay-per-view. He stands outside the rings and counts both hands. Yep. Two hands at the same time. It's going to be like that WWE show where eventually... They're just counting the pinfall when no one's even pinning. They're just like, yeah, whatever. That, that looks the like no three. pin match got it. It looks like three. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I like that part. But. Well, let's go. Okay, so that's what we're looking to at the pay per view war stories. But let's move on to our favorite part of the show the award the show. Oh, and the ratings. Yeah, the ratings. Yeah, ratings you're right. I apologize. And Thunder was better. You threw me off with the mark out no so because we don't want to do that after the ratings. But. Last week's ratings, WCW got 2.5. Did the host just blame us for ruining the show? Yes, I did. WF got a 4. Keep the show going. WCW mm-hmm. this week got a 2.5, mm-hmm. so they stuck the same. And WWF went to a 4.4. So now let's go to our favorite part of the I show. Jeff. Yeah, that went down. SmackDown again. It went up. It was 4.4. 4. Wow. It's a rough week for WWF. Yeah. Not, doing, not doing great. Hey, you mm-hmm. know what that tells me? Not a lot of interest going into King of the Ring. Maybe we would do a 2.6. Let's find out. But we're, uh, that's on the ma- on the pay per view war stories. But let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match: Jericho versus Hardcore Holly for me. Uh, yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, worst match: Jabroni match of the week. The mixed tag on Thunder. Correct. Yes. So yep. Ray and Tigris. Ray Tigris, Loco Guns, and Paisley <laughs> Loco and Guns. That sounds like a gun store Loco fucking guns. Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Hey, don't, mm, interesting. I got uh, worms. That's what we call it. That's what we call MVP. This, this was a stretch for me. I had a rough time. I eventually went with Rikishi because... I guess. But I don't. I, I don't feel great about it. I'm going to three count. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Just the performance. You know it's it's not a slam dunk by any means, but I am going to say um, the cat. 
Ernest Miller for clarification. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Not, yeah. oh, there was no clarification needed. You yeah. didn't say Miss Kitty. I right, take it back. Take it back. Brittany. It's quite easily Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. It really for is. Me. Not for me. It's Rikishi. It me. is. I was just going to give a three count for their song. So three count, Jerry Lawler or Rikishi. Yep. Damn. Walk into a bar. <laughs> uh, who's your uh, motive? <laughs> speaking of a bar. Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, that guy right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the French. Yes. God, he yes. sucks. He's yep. fired yeah. and then got his ass beat. <laughs> is it uh, weird? I, I love the fact that they're going to fire him even though he has a match at Bash of the Beach. You don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> Douglas. All right. Motive. WTF. Uh, your main events on TV? Yeah. 100%. What the fuck yes. are you doing? Like. <laughs> What's yours, buddy? It was that. Okay. Yeah. Here's my hot take. Oh, shit. We didn't spoil it for you? No. All right, Joe, let's think about it real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hogan, not, Hogan not there. Monster Truck no, not there. Since Great American Bash, uh, there's been four shows. Yeah. And in my opinion, uh, it's been four for four for WCW. I think they're putting on good TV. I will not. Not great TV. I. But good TV. Will not lie. I watched all four. In one sitting. This fucking crazy dude. That's a lot. Jesus, man. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. I had an upset stomach. So I was like, mm. I'm up. Fuck Love it. it let's go. Let's do it. Because the cats are moving around. They're not going to let me go back to sleep. Yeah. Let's do it. Ernest I, Miller was there? Yeah. Dancing. He, he was just dancing. He kept me up, <laughs> kept slapping me, roundhousing me if I nod. But the thing is this. Let's keep you up. But the thing is this. I, in my, right now, I can watch... Nitro and Thunder in one sitting, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I cannot do Raw and SmackDown in the same day. Like it's hard for me. Like I was like, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Nitro and I'm gonna do Raw and I'll do Thunder in one sitting and I'll do SmackDown tomorrow because I can't handle this. I think since the Bash, which was a terrible show, but the night after, I think since then it's been good TV. Um, I think it's been a boon for them to lose. All those old guys. I think, but it's also helped to not have Bischoff and Russo there except for that first night with the head shaving and all mm. that. I think they have talent. They don't have enough talent to compete with WF, but they have talent. And they're utilizing they're using, utilizing it the last three shows to me um, the best way they can. They're, they're highlighting who they should be highlighting. They're getting the crap gimmick off Booker, getting him back to being Booker T., they're, they're highlighting Jarrett, the cat. Awesome's getting a chance. They should be highlighting Nash and Steiner as the two main guys on the other side. Goldberg's doing his thing. Um, I can't really complain with that. I mean, Vampiro's doing his thing, which is good. Um, yeah, do I wish that he had a better piece of talent to work with than the Demon? Yes, but it makes sense with his character. Do I wish Billy Kidman was even there? Doing something? Sure. Do I wish... Would I replace Buff Bagwell with Kidman in a second? Fuck yes. Uh, does Shane Douglas need to leave my screen? Yes, but they need people in the lower part too. I would still work on improving the Cruiserweight division, and the tag is spotty at best. But it's been good TV to me. Um, I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to continue for very long, but I don't remember it being this good at the stretch. So I'm going to take it as a victory. I can't say that show to show has been better than WWF, but I think in totality it's been better since the bash. 
you know, if you added up the number of segments that were good on both shows, I think WCW would have more. They might have more that are worse, but they I think they definitely have more that are but better. They also have more that were good. Yeah. WWF um, is to be kind of spinning its wheels. Yeah, it's kind of blah. It's it's this it's the time it's not I won't say the time of the year because this happens multiple times a year where they're not on the road to a big four pay per view and so they just are kind of eh. Yeah, they're eh. They need to, well. Here's the thing: it's you and I. It's definitely true for WWE. They need to elevate people, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that. WF needs to elevate some people in this time frame. They're closer to doing it, but man, they need people to break through and break up the Triple H, Rock, Taker, Kane monopoly of the top. And they have two right away. They have Angle and Jericho that are ready right now. Yep. Throw them in. They, so they need to because, wow. Like, again, how is that not the finals of that tournament? That'll be a huge talking part point for I me. I don't understand. Sunday. That's clearly... They ship it opposite side of the bracket, and they meet at the end. That's clear how that should have gone. Oh, yeah. We will talk about that. Yeah. On the pay-per-view horror stories for King of the Ring 2000. Coder. Which is coming up. <laughs> Coder. Uh, you can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts and everything Corey does for his King of the Ring special. Told you that's behind the Patreon. Um, the filthy NoSellInTainment.com. Where I or take dirty. the 16 best porn dudes. You can call the hardcore. You can call the hardcore hotline. Where the last one is left standing. It's 1-900 mix a lot. We can kick those nasty thoughts. And then I also book a uh, freak on a leash tournament. <laughs> At NoSellInTainment.com. That's right. NoSellInTainment.com. Who's like, the freak? Tori Wilson. It is. Who's the leash? I win. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> I win the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Promoter gets over at nosellentainment.com. Right. And like right, always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 